Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. Okay, good morning, everybody. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with Sydney Krebsbach, a self advocate living with autism. Sydney, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we're here at the Spokane Library. Uh, it's just a cold winter day. But uh, it's happy to be in here. It's a great space, and we appreciate you being here. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I was born and raised in born in Seattle, Washington, but then I moved to Juneau, Alaska when I was four years old. And so I spent 23 years there. I went to school. I went tried taking college classes, and I worked several different jobs. And that's where my self-advocacy began. I started my self-advocacy with a program through University of Alaska Anchorage called the Alaska Lend Without Wall program. And that's where my interest with advocating for autism and other disabilities start. And also, I worked as a Senate page for three years. So I got to see... Oh, in the state Senate or the in Washington, D.C.? In the state Senate. Cool. So you were up in Anchorage and... No, was... I was here in Juneau. Okay. That, I bet that was cool to see how that works. Yeah, it was really cool to see how our government works and how politics and bills got to... How they worked and got to see it in person. Um, I'm curious, were you able to help people understand, you know, through the lens of, you know, your experience with autism? Yeah, I was able to help people understand autism better because in the program of that year, they only had two self-advocates join that program. So I, it was really cool. I got to teach people autism and how to understand it better. What, what were some of the things that you, uh, you help people understand? What could our listeners uh, learn? Just that autism is a, it's a developmental and difficult disability with social and communications difficulties and that, you know, we're not easy to socialize and interact with people. And with the, when I was in the LEN program, I taught people, you know, how autism works and what communications and social interactions they can improve on. And also when I was in school, I would get sent out of class to meet with a, a therapist or a social skills teacher how how was how did that feel it felt very strange at first because i didn't understand why i was getting pulled out of class almost every day to meet with a therapist or a social skills teacher but they were just helping me understand like what my autism is or what it could help other kids better I'm I'm curious, how did that relate in your journey through employment? We we work a lot with the Isaac Foundation here in Spokane. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, I'm familiar with the Isaacs Foundation and I 
I met Holly being Goodman and I volunteered my time with them for a, a couple of months. Cool. Yeah. Just a, a great organization and something she was on this podcast, uh, a few months ago and something that she was telling us is that some of the families, you know, they just don't think that their son or daughter can, you know, successfully work. And we just, we know that's not true. Yeah. No, it's not true. I think people with autism are more than capable of handling the workload that gets thrown at them. Absolutely. And it doesn't, an employer just needs to understand a little bit about, you know, how, how to work with people like, you know, living with autism. And it's, I, I think that's a really an easy bridge to build, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious when... You talk a little bit about, you know, that social dynamic of, you know, not maybe explain that a little bit more to me, because when I hear you talk, I hear it's like you're not connecting on a social level with people. What does that look like for you? It's very challenging because we have a hard time coming up with conversations with people and then we just run out of things to say and sometimes we say things that are not appropriate or just slip out of our mouths and that can be a challenging that makes sense if it is an employer if they just kind of understood that uh, i think you can help create more opportunities for people and i just uh, i can definitely appreciate that as an employer at skillskin well, tell us a little bit more about like you, you were working at the Senate in Alaska. How did you make it to Spokane? Okay, so in 2021, my parents and I decided to leave our hometown of Juneau, Alaska to move to Spokane, Washington to be closer to my two sisters. And that was a challenging because I had to leave the job that I love and all of my friends behind. But with my autism, it made it more difficult. What was the job that you were working at? At that time, I was working at Sa Southeast Alaska Independent Living, also known as SAIL. Cool. Uh, what kind of work were you doing uh, with them? I was the administrative assistant slash peer support specialist. Awesome. So yeah, you just, your, your hometown... You just picked up. Now you're in Spokane. What do you do? Okay, so I work for Spokane Neighborhood Action Partners, also known as SNAP, as their energy specialist in certifications. And I work for the University of Washington through their Echo Autism Hub team. And I also serve on the Washington State Developmental Disabilities Council. How, how did you get those connections so quick because if you just came in 2021 yeah you you must have networked really well i spent the summer of 2021 networking meeting with all the organizations here at spokane and see what they do and who's i also asked who was hiring at that time and i spent eight months looking for a job let me tell you it was not that easy because I tried to do it on my own, but it was challenging, so I needed help. So I reached out to Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, DBR, and so they 
have a job, had a job coach for me and she helped me with what my goals were and what resume and what cover letter I needed. And she was, Bethany Johnson was tremendous. All right. Um, and that's how you got connected to Snap? Yes, that's how I got connected with Snap. I started off as an on-call admin specialist for six months. And then after six months, Joe Riley reached out to me and said, would you want to work in energy specialist certifications for the summer? So I got hired to do that. And then after the summer, I decided to move to a permanent position with them. Well, what a great organization to be associated with. Um, I did some energy work uh, in maybe 2006 and seven, uh, helping uh, homeowners like look at their house a little differently and see all the air leaks and if they had enough insulation and help them, you know, become more energy efficient. And so I just I have a, a soft spot for that kind of work. Um, you said you were, you were working with Washington State, uh, the Disability Commission, too? Uh, the University of Washington. I'm part of their ECHO Autism Hub Team member. Tell Our listeners definitely want to learn more about that. I, I have not uh, run across that before. Tell us more about that organization. So the ECHO Autism Hub Team program is a program through the University of Washington, and we meet up every... We have two different cohorts. There's orange and purple. So orange is when you're helping children who are on the autism spectrum getting diagnosed with autism. And then the purple is for when you have your own choice to make your own decisions as a young adult with autism. So I'm on orange cohort and we meet on the first and third Wednesday of the month. And so we would have doctors and therapists and psychologists join us and we would help whatever case we have, which is a five-year-old boy or an eight-year-old girl having autism. And so we would just take a vote to see if they have they're on the autism spectrum or not okay so yeah you get to have real deep insight and, and be part of of that that has to be really awesome work like you're helping children right yeah i'm helping children understand autism better or if they are on the autism spectrum so in your in your work and your advocacy um Thinking about people who are wanting to explore employment, what kind of things do you say to them? Um, just that exploring employment is not all fun and games because it can be stressful looking for the kind of job that you want. And it's not all fun and games because other people want the same jobs that you want and they could have more qualifications than what you have. I learned that from my job experience. I, that's a that's a story I think uh, all of us have had at some point in time. Yeah, when you just your experience doesn't match up with the job you want. I know I have. That's a it's <laughs> <that's> definitely <laughs> happened. Um, but you build, right? You just keep building your career little by little, and 
And I don't even know if I knew what I wanted to do, you know, when I was younger. I never saw myself, you know, being in the nonprofit world. And just this journey has been so enjoyable to to be doing the work I'm doing now. What what's uh what else is on your mind on the uh, you know the advocacy side of the work? What's Spokane doing well? What can Spokane do better? What organizations are doing good around here? I feel like the Arc of Spokane is doing a great job with their organiza- with their advocacy because they are hosting like peer support groups and autism trans- adult transitions and March Developmental Disabilities Month. And also coming up in April, they have the Rock the Runway show. Yeah, I hear that's a fun time. Have you been to it before? I went to it last year with a group of friends, and that was fun. I bet it was. Yeah, I think uh, one of these days I'm going to show up to that event. I think it'll be good. Well, that's good to hear. And then a lot of our employees, they've been through um, DVR and, and work through their services I think some people are kind of, they're nervous, like they don't know what to expect when they sign up. In fact, uh, we're having an event at SkillSkin on March 12th uh, called Tracks for Success, where we're going to help try to like help people understand what services are out there, including, you know, DDA and DVR services. Um, but maybe just explain a little bit about your experience. Like, was it easy to sign up? Were you on the wait list? Um, it wasn't. An, I it wasn't an easy sign up because I was so nervous because I've been through DVR in Alaska and I was taken on and off the case quite a few times. But um, here in Washington, D- Washington, I had to learn to except my job coach. And so Beth, I got Bethany Johnson and she was great. So there's in Alaska, like you would, you say on and off. What does that mean? It means that whenever I would have to look for a job, I got, they opened my case. And then when I got the job, I, they would close my case. But then when I was looking for a job again, they would have to reopen my case. I understand. So, yeah, there's quite the process uh, doing that. Well, hopefully, yeah, Washington and, and Spokane County, like that, we have that figured out. I know there's always room for improvement. And SkillSkin, we do employment services as well and, and work with, uh, you know, all of Voc Rehab. And, yeah, it's just... It's incredible work when you can match, uh, you know, someone with the right employer, especially if it's a part of their journey and and the work that they want to do. Yeah, it just all depends on what skills you have and what's the right job for you and what do you want to do for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I think that's an important uh element too it's like what skills do you have taking that self-inventory and understanding you know what kind of match you can have uh we had a question today we had a a big managers meeting at skillskin and we kind of had an icebreaker of like if you had all the skills you wanted and 
you could do any job for one month, what would it be? And I was like, I want to be an astronaut because I want to see the curvature of the earth. But obviously, I do not have the skills. I do not have the physicality uh, to be an astronaut. Like, that's not in the cards for me. Um, but when I do look at, you know, my skills, you know, team building, um, able to, you know, start up divisions of companies, things of that nature. Like that's the kind of job that I go look for. And I hope that, you know, the young people, you know, people living with a disability or without don't think that they can, you know, go through high school or maybe even college, whatever, and just think they can have their dream job right away. I, I just, I don't think that's uh it's a, not a truth. You got to build your career. Yeah, you got to build your career. You just got to, you know, if you want to go to college, that's great. And But if college is not for you, then just explore different options. That's what I did. Yeah, and you were successful. Like, I mean, shoot, now you're working with a highly regarded organization here in Spokane. I mean, SNAP is a... Uh, a top tier group doing amazing work. You know, the, the work that you're doing in the energy efficiency side of things, uh, helping people uh, with, you know, just something as simple as heat bills. Is it true that they help people with firewood too? Is that true? Yes, we do help huh. people with wood and oil and electric and natural gas. <laughs> that's, I just thought that was so cool because, you know, that's something I might take for granted that I can just press a button and make heat because I have, you know, a, a gas heater. Some people don't have that. It's like they are heating their homes with wood. And I just think that's an incredible program to have available. Um, anything surprise you about working there? Like uh, that maybe something that snap did that you just never thought about well for one thing i didn't know that they also help people with disabilities i thought they would just help they were just helping out with people who live in low housing income or um homeless people or rental assistance people i guess that's what i thought too um yeah tell us more about that part how are they helping people with disabilities well, they help out with people who are on disabilities when they are behind on their electric bills or they receive a shut-off notice or they also help out with rental assistance programs. If people are, are new to SNAP and they live in the county, then we help them out with that. That's awesome. I know, uh, like a lot of our listeners, they know the work of SkillScan. They really enjoyed like getting involved in the community, and I I think it's special that we have an opportunity to talk with you. And I'm I'm curious, like, how did you learn about GoodGab, and and how are you here today? Well, I saw your your podcast in the past on LinkedIn and on your SkillScan Facebook webpage. And so I thought to myself, oh, that would be nice to be a guest one day and to share my advocacy journey and my story and share with viewers about it. Well, I think you're right about that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredible opportunity of people to yeah understand yeah, your journey. 
I have a question that kind of goes through uh, my mind. When I first started working uh, in the disability space, I was really nervous to say the wrong thing to someone. We have a lot of employees with, you know, a lot of different disabilities from uh, physical disabilities, some people living with autism, uh, some people with, you know, some real serious mental health issues. And I just, I kind of would choke up at first because I didn't know what I could ask about, what I couldn't ask about. I know everyone's a little different, but Sydney, how about for you? Like if people wanted to know a little bit more about autism, would it be appropriate to ask you questions? Yeah, it would be appropriate just to ask them questions like, you know, do you have a disability? What is your disability? How can we help you understand more and better? Well, I think it goes both ways, right? Because you and, and anyone who might be living with a disability helps, you know, someone like myself know more. Because, yeah, we're just trying to, like, make a more equitable world, and especially through employment. That's my particular passion. I think everyone... Um, deserves that opportunity to go through an employment journey the ups and downs you know get fired one day i recommend it to everyone it'll make you feel real interesting about yourself but when you get that next job and and find your right spot you you know that confidence that comes it just it feels so good i think everyone deserves to have that feeling right i mean i was nervous working for snap at first even starting off as an on-call specialist, I didn't know how to how was going to handle it. But now I'm working as their energy specialist team as part of their certifications. And I now have confidence in that. Yeah, it's so awesome. Exactly. And now like there'll be another part in your journey. Maybe you're going to meet people through your advocacy work and your networking that maybe something else comes up that just sounds really interesting over time. You just never know, you know, where life goes. Um, thinking about like yourself, what's next in your advocacy work? Well, I definitely want to continue speaking at conferences here in Spokane or in the state of Washington, but I also want to try speaking at conferences on a national level. I love that aspiration. That's a, and it's a possibility too. Like you just never know. I got to speak in Washington DC like last month. There's not a, a world that exists existed in my mind that that was possible. And it happened. And I know it's possible for you too. Um, what, what's your, what do you like to speak about during these conferences? So I, us and my listeners and everyone, a good gab can, you know, look for those opportunities for you. So in the past, I assured my story, my employment past and present, cyberbullying, and I shared my autism advocacy journey. Would you share a little bit about cyberbullying for us right now? That's a big topic and, and something I'm definitely trying to understand more. Right. So two years ago, I thought it would be fun to dress up as a cop for Halloween. And when I took a picture of myself in the costume and posted it on Facebook, a girl who I used to work with at the Alaska State Legislature made horrible comments about my costume 
Like, she even called me a racist. Jeez. I bet that didn't feel very good. No, it didn't. And when I told my parents about this, they didn't believe me. So when I told my second oldest sister about it, she went right into protective mode. And she shared with it on Facebook. And immediately, within 24 hours, everybody was on my side and had full support with me. That's a good sister. It's incredible just how quick, like, someone can just make inaccurate, you know, comments or really whatever they want to say. And they're just hiding behind, you know, a computer screen and do a lot of damage. Right. And she didn't feel remorseful as to why she did it. And she didn't even say that she was sorry. Yeah, it's just that doesn't surprise me. That kind of bully attitude. Those kind of people. Yeah. I wish they would change their ways. Me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that part of, uh, you know, your story with us. What what else is on your mind right now? What else would you like our, you know, viewers and listeners to hear? Um, I definitely want to share about my employment history. So for the past 10 years, I have worked at seven different jobs. I worked at Reach when I was in Alaska. I worked for Tempsco Helicopters. I even tried working at Fred Meyers for two months, but then I didn't like it. So I tried the Alaska State Legislator and I loved it. And then I got, my last job was at Sale, which lasted for two years. And then I came here to Spokane. Yeah. Uh, what were you doing at the helicopter place? I love flying, by the way, so just I gravitate towards that. I worked for Tempscale Helicopters for four year- summers, and so we would have guests come to Tempscale so they can take a ride to the Menahal Glacier by helicopters. Oh, I'm- these are all the cruise guests, then, huh? Yep, they were all okay. cruise cruise guests from all over the state or even all over the world. Did you get to go in one of the helicopters? Yeah, I got to go on a helicopter rides every once in a while. Really? So you've seen like the glacier? Yes, I've seen the glacier. Wow. Yeah, see, well, you're from Alaska, so it doesn't seem that special. I am not. And I just, I think that is like, that's one of my dreams. If I could, you know, yeah, if we could land on the glacier, I could step out and touch it. Like, oh, sounds amazing. Thanks. Yeah, very cool. Um. Well, I just, uh, what else is on your mind? Um, I just want to share a message with people just that, you know, it can be really difficult to move from your hometown to a new state, but just know that you got your friends and and family members and support and supporters with you. And just know that if you start like networking like I did, then you'll find the right job that you're meant to be at and that you can reach out to the community and give start giving back to people, like join an organization like the Washington State Developmental Disabilities Council or the IDD Champion Networks. I did for all those things. <laughs> And how effective it was. Yeah, just that is a wonderful message, Sydney. Um, so if, what advice would you have for someone with a disability to look 
I think the best place would be to go to the Vision of Vocational Rehabilitation, also known as DBR, because they will listen to your goals, listen to your skills, and what job are you looking for. And sure, it might take a while. Um, I'm not the most patient person, so <laughs> I had a hard time waiting on that. So the best place would be to go to DVR. Okay, well we're uh, we're just wrapping up on time, Sydney. I am just so grateful uh, for you to be here with us. Uh, any parting thoughts? Um, just go after your dreams and goals in life, and just keep shooting for the stars. <laughs> yeah, I like that message. I can get behind that. Sydney, thank you for joining us on Good Gab today. We just appreciate you. Uh, continue this advocacy uh, work. Like the young people coming up, you know, behind you, they need to see that, you know, you can be successful in employment, that uh, the world needs to understand how to work with people living with autism. And yeah, we're just happy to be a partner. And if there's anything myself or Skillskin can do, just reach out. Yeah, definitely. I will keep that in mind and reach out to you guys. Thanks, Sydney.